on social media, but upon me, I will build my church, my ecclesia, my called out ones. And the gates, the powers of hell, shall not prevail against it. Satan might hit you, but Satan won't win. Satan might come after you, but Satan is going to be defeated. Can I get a witness? Because I'm going to transfer all my power through the Holy Spirit into this ecclesia to carry out my mission. The problem that we have by way of perception is that we do not understand terms. The word church, ecclesia means called out ones. Called out from where? Called out from the world. We, we shouldn't even be in the world. If we are part of the church, the body of Christ, we are, listen, we are an organism, amen, organism that has an earthly organization to keep an order, an obligation, and have an objective. And, 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 and so when people are still in the world, but they're part of the church, that, that is a contradiction of a term. Uh, that the word church denotes you've already been called out. You've already been saved. You, you already have your mind made up that you want to live for Jesus. It's not a club. It's not a social arena. It's not auxiliaries where we can come in and out and do as we please that. Amen. Uh, he said, upon this rock, I will futuristically build my church. And the future was Acts. That, that uh, Acts 1, uh, we see Jesus risen from the dead and Jesus has, after his resurrection, he has gone around the earth and done miracles, infallible proofs for 40 days. 40 days post-resurrection, Jesus is doing all kind of miracles after his resurrection and um, he decides to meet the disciples, amen, and when he meets them, he, um, he discusses with them his whole plan. He starts to unfold, uncover his plan. And, and, and so the disciples are so glad to see him again, and he, he's been walking the earth for 40 days, and he says, listen, in Acts chapter 1, He's on his Mercedes cloud, getting ready to go back to glory. And he tells them that uh, they need to go into Jerusalem and wait. Wait for what? Wait for the day of Pentecost. And in the Greek, Pentecost, Pente is 10, Coste is 10, Pente is 5. Pentagon is a five-sided building. Pentecost is five times ten, which is fifty. Wait for the fiftieth day, and then I'm going to send the Holy Ghost. Hmm. So, mathematically, he's already been doing miracles forty days, so he only have to wait ten days. And when he get when he tells them to go to Jerusalem, he says in chapter one, verse eight, he says, uh, 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 "You shall." be witnesses and the word witness in the Greek is martyrs you, you, you shall be willing to freely give your lives for my cause 
you shall be witnesses unto me in first, the first seven chapters of Acts, is Jerusalem, our immediate locale. And then you're going to move out to Samaria and, and, and to Judea and to ultimately to the uttermost part of the world. And, and, and that helps us to see the scope. The church is not to sit on a corner and not move. Our job is to start with our immediate Jerusalem and pan out. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so Jesus, after he gives this instruction, uh, he, he, he takes off on his cloud. He's going up, and the disciples are looking at him, and two angels show up in glistening white. And they look at the disciples and said, why are you standing here gazing? This same Jesus, which is leaving, is coming back in like manner. Now, 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 that, that says a lot about doctrine. Like manner means he left on a cloud. He's coming back on a cloud. I'm preaching up in this place. He's coming back. First Thessalonians 4, he's coming back in the rapture. He's coming back on a cloud. He's coming back. When the angel blows the trumpet and, 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 and God, God is so deep, he's going to take shifts. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Well, wait a minute. Uh, excuse me, Pastor. I thought you said that my mother was already in heaven. She is. Her spirit is in heaven, but her body's not. So he's going he's gonna to raise the bodies out of the grave, and the bodies are going to hook up with the spirit. And then they going first in. I wish I had a witness. Can I get a witness? They going in because to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. There, there is no soul sleep. There's no sleeping in the grave. Uh, the minute if you say born again, blood washed, the minute you die, you are in the presence of Jesus. And here's the speed limit, a twinkling of an eye. So if I drop dead right now of a heart attack before my body hits the ground, I'm in the presence of Jesus Christ. Can I get a witness? Yeah. When you call 911, they come in here, I'm already running around glory. When the undertaker gets the body and starts embalming me, I've already seen my mother, my father. I've already seen Jacob. I've already seen Abraham. I've already seen Isaac. I, I've, I've already, I've already ran around glory, praising his name. I don't, I don't mean, I don't mean no harm, but see, my theology has changed my attitudes. And I'm not trying to come down on any of you. My mother is buried at Roll, uh, 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 what is it? Uh, Rolling Green. Uh, my whole family out there. God bless them. My dad is in a, a, a military uh, graveyard. And, and guess what? Sometimes I'll be sitting there. Should I go out to the grave and put flowers on the grave? And my theology says, oh, that's nice, but you don't, they, they ain't in there anyway. You really, you really don't have to put nothing on no grave because they're, they're in Beulah land. Can I get a witness? They're already shouting. They're already praising his name. They, they're already saying, thank you, Jesus. They are not in that grave. From dust you came and dust you will return. 
And I'm tired of putting flowers on graves and undertakers stealing them anyhow. But the fact of the matter is, I don't need to get to no graveyard grieving. We got hope in Jesus. We know that we know that we know that we know to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. And Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 4, use these words to comfort the saints. That, 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 that amen, that although their loved ones are sleeping, they'll see them again. Can I get a witness? So Jesus goes back to glory and they go into Jerusalem and on the 50th day, Pentecost, Holy Ghost comes down. Amen. Comes down and fills the room with his presence, fills the room with fire, fills the room with all the emblems of the Holy Spirit, wind, fire, and can I get a witness? And they are filled. They are filled. They are filled. They are, they are filled with the Holy Ghost. And they begin to carry out God's will on earth. Mm. And all we see after their field is power. Peter preaches, and 3,000 get saved, and 8,000 get saved. We, Peter, Peter, Peter's preaching with power now. James, I mean, Peter and John walks by a crippled man and said, silver and gold have we none. Excuse me, this is for y'all prosperity preachers. Sil silver and gold. Yeah, yeah, well, we ain't asking no checks on the altar. We didn't, yeah, somebody need to preach it. We, we, we didn't take up four collections a day. Can I get a witness? We, we ain't got no $500,000 home. Can I get a witness? Uh, he said, silver and gold have we none. But what we do have is the Holy Ghost. Can I get a witness? And, and, and Peter said, look on us. And the man looked at that shadow and was healed. And, and the Bible says the man leaped. You, you, you know when the Holy Ghost is in the house, you can leap? Uh, the man leaped for joy. And then chapter 4, see, Satan starts to get upset, so persecution starts coming against the church. See, Satan can't sit back and let us, amen, just keep winning people to Christ. He got to step in. Can I get a witness? And then, and then, and then in chapter 5, I'm just trying to go through the book. Chapter 5, two slick saved people. And we got some slick people in church. You, you know why we can live and think we can sow and not reap? Because we're deceived. The Bible says, be not deceived. God is not mocked whatsoever man soweth. I'm preaching up in here. A man will reap. And I suffered, lied to the Holy Ghost, and God killed them. They stole, they lied and stole money. Do I have a witness? Amen. Praise the name. So we come to chapter 6. And they need to choose some co-laborers. Hmm. Choices. We make choices every day, don't we? You made a choice when you chose your mate. Yeah. I, I, I hope you didn't choose them on the wrong and for the wrong thing. 
I was saying this morning about being submissive to authority. It's not just, not just spiritual. When you go to work, you're submissive to your boss. You don't go in there telling your boss what to do. Not according to God. God, God providentially placed you there. Can I get a witness? God placed Joseph under Pharaoh. God placed Daniel under Nebuchadnezzar. Do I have a witness? And they were in captivity. And yet they were submitted to the authority over there. Your blessings is when you submit to authority. And there are blessings when we submit to one another. There are blessings when we submit to the leadership of the church. There, there are blessings when we submit. And um, some of us can't submit because we got problems with authority. Don't get quiet now. See, the era I grew up in, it was an era permeated by rules. And rules did not precede relationships. Let me, let me fix this thing, Bruce. Our parents in the 50s, 40s, and 60s, they weren't trying to be our friends. They, they weren't trying to be our friends. You got these young parents, they trying to be their, their, you know, I heard a story years ago where here's a mother in her 20s taking her daughter and her teens out to get high together. What kind of mess is that? Our parents weren't trying to be our friends. In fact, our parents would say, look, if you hate me, you hate me. But I'm going to tell you, but, but, but you're going to do what I say. Can I get a witness? That, that, that's when parents were parents. And, and, and you know how it was back there. A child was seen and not heard. If I ask you for your opinion, ain't nobody here your age. Bye. Remember that? In the name of Jesus. Well, we got this dangerous social media where everybody's trying to be somebody. Can I get a witness? Amen. We are, we are living in a plight where we take pleasure and perversion over God's principles, where, where we take attitudes over absolutes. I'm preaching now, Doc. Can I get a witness? Where, where, where we want to exercise rights over righteousness. Isn't that right? And, and listen, here, here's the thing. Everything we sow, we're going to reap. You let your kids talk back to you, God bless you. I, you, you know, back there in the 50s and 60s, they would, I never heard of a temper tantrum. I ain't never heard of one. I can see my mother in pen fruit right now, and I'm on the floor. Ah! I, I, I can see it right now. Because, you know, they, they had a quotation from the back of the Bible. I bought you in this world. <laughs> Y'all know how I was. In the name of Jesus. Lord, have mercy. I came home from the military. Now, I'm, I'm grown. I'm in the military. Bought this, bought, bought, bought this young lady in the house. She had this micro mini skirt on. She was, my, my mother looked at me and said, where are you going with that? I said, Jesus, let me get out of here. It's time, time for me to fly. It was rules. You cannot be a parent and a friend. It's time to be a friend when they get in their 20s, 30s, 40s, then you can be their friend. You can't raise children being their friends. Do we have a witness up in this place? You, you got to keep separation. Do I have a witness up in the house? 
I know y'all look at oh, he all in foggy. Yeah, I'm foggy. Praise the name of Jesus. But check this out. Here in Acts chapter 6, in the choosing of these co-labors, I want you to see four, and we're going to go through this very fast, four objectives in the choosing of these people we call uh, uh, co-labors. First, there was a choice made for correcting an action. Just correction. And in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplied, notice growth automatically brings on problems. Amen. Can I get a witness? And when you have the more people, the more problems. Trust me. Trust me. When we were passing the church of 100, 150, it was easy. I knew everybody by name. You know, it, it, it was easy. When you get into large numbers, you are dealing with a different animal. Praise God. First of all, you don't know who's there, who's not there. So we got to have a congregational care ministry where we reach out to make sure members are okay. Amen? Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me get through this. And, uh, and, and the number of disciples was multiplied. There arose, here it is, a murmuring, murmuring of the Cretans against the Hebrews. Now, the Cretans are Greek, Gentile background people, and of course the Hebrews are Jews. Because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. So, this is a church problem. It's a church problem. And then the 12 apostles called the multitude of disciples unto them and said, it is not reason that we should, now, now, now I want you to see this, there, there is a problem that needs to be rectified. So God gives wisdom to the apostles, amen, to, amen, call a meeting, and to choose co-laborers to take care of the ministry of tables, waiting on the tables, amen. Are you with me? And, 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 and the wisdom is we need, we need to reach out and get other men, and I'm, I'm going to qualify them in a, in, in a moment, get other men to help out with this ministry. We don't do no voting for leaders. I don't know what church you come out of. We don't, that's the worst thing you can do. You vote right into Judas. You don't vote in leaders. Only thing we vote on this church is if we're going to buy land or we're going to pass the budget. That's the only thing we vote on. We don't vote on anything. Everything else is appointed by the pastor. Can I get a witness? I... I'm appointing these men, amen, to become deacons. Can I get a witness? You ain't got to say amen. I, I, I'll say it for you. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We, we don't, we don't, uh, and, 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 and the reason you do that is because, listen to me, somebody has got to have some spiritual inclination for calling people up into the ministry. I was saying this morning, there is a major principle where much is given, much is required. The word much in the Greek means equivalent. Whatever God 
whatever privilege God gives you, whatever position God gives you, you have an equivalency of responsibility. You can't take the position and not be responsible. Can I get a witness? Oh, this thing. If a man cannot manage his own house, how can he manage the house of God? I'm preaching up in this place. I can't be coming to church and my wife don't come to church and, and my children in clubs. and Come on now, can I get a witness? And my bill collector's coming through the door asking the members, where's the pastor? He owes us money. I can't be pastoring up in church like this. It's tight, but it's right. They're choosing to correct a problem. Mm. Look at the second thing in verse 2. They're choosing for a commitment. He said, it is not reason that we, the apostles, should leave the word of God and serve tables. Now, why? Because we are committed to prayer and preaching of the word. Are y'all getting this? The whole purpose for calling is to offset the pastor, Amen. offset the apostles for what has to be done in the context of the church. And we keep going back to Hiscox's thing about board. The word board is mentioned two times in the Bible. Now we call our deacon board a deacon board, but the word board in the Bible, one is, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, he says, why are you worried about the toothpick in somebody else's eye when you got a board in your own eye? That's the only place the word board is used. The board is not an autonomous group of people that watch the pastor. That ain't biblical. And there's some bad pastors that need to be watched. I got to say that too. But child of God, the, the context deals with not only choosing to correct an action, but choosing for a commitment. We need somebody to do this particular ministry. Nobody here tells me what to preach. Not even Sister Gordon. Nobody. I hear from God. Every series I preached in 28 years came from the Lord. Can I get a witness? In the name of Jesus. We got we to gotta straighten this mess out. We're not here to please people. We're here to please God. We're not here to politics. We're not here to create, amen, a confusion in God's house. I said it this morning. I said, you ain't getting away. God will come after you. If you are divisive, if you, if you listen, you're murmuring, you're, you're doing all kinds of things. The Lord, it's only a matter of time for the Lord before the Lord gets on your case because uh, he, he, he says painstakingly endeavoring, another part of simple Ephesians 4, 2, keep the unity that the Spirit has made. Don't break this unity. 
because you feel some kind of way. Three, there, there is a choosing for correction. There's a choosing towards commitment. And God knows in my life, I made some bad choices. I made some bad choices. I made some real bad choices. How many of y'all made bad choices? Just raise your hand. I made bad choices. I made bad choices, man. If I could go back, we can't. I'd do some things different, wouldn't you? Look what he says in verse 3. Look at his commitment. Wherefore, brethren, look out among you for seven men. Uh, excuse me, let me pause. God did not call women to be ordained. The husband of one wife. You, you need to go home and read Romans 16. Everybody that helped Paul was a woman. He got a whole line of women that helped him. Trephesa, Shravona, a whole bunch of them. And, and, and see, nobody's being sexist. Nobody, people, oh, pastor just don't like women. Women almost sent me to hell. Right. <laughs> Listen, I, don't, don't tell me I don't like women. I, you know, thank God. He saved me from this mess. I, I, you know, Lord have mercy. I wasn't strung out on no drugs. I didn't drink uh, 100 grand proof every day. I didn't shoot no heroin in my arm. I was struggling with something else, Doc. You know. Y'all help me out in this place. The Bible says in the 1 Corinthians 11 that God has an order. God, Christ, man, woman. That, that's just God's order. Get mad with God. Don't get mad with me. I'm just the mailman. And the woman shall not rule over the man, and the woman shall not teach over the man. First Timothy 4 2. What are you gonna do with that? You ought to be on your feet, boy. What what are you what 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 are you what are you what are y'all gonna do with that? I'm talking to Wayne Jones. I want his name out there. But check it out. That doesn't mean that God women are powerful. Women got, listen, women got a lot of wisdom. Wisdom, really. Women are more intelligent than men. And do you really think, if I had my troubles, do you really think I would have them up here? I put a whole bunch of nice-looking women back here. And, and, and listen, and I would preach... I would preach with some power up in this place. And every time I turn around, my power short circuits when I look at them. 
and you got some women that can preach better than men, teach better than men, uh, yeah, yeah, disciple better than men, but that's not the point. The point is that the man is the head of his home, and he doesn't assume that automatically. He's got to work to that. He's got to be yielded to that. He's got to be in God's will to that. Can I get a witness? Some of y'all men are not equipped to be the head. Thank God for the women. Or the bills wouldn't get paid. Thank God for the women. Or the children wouldn't be right. Thank God for the women. Can I get a witness? Don't get me started up in this place. Wherefore, and, and by the way, the church is the only place where we come and we got boundary issues, we got entitlement issues, and yeah, and we got rights. You ain't going to work tomorrow and tell your boss, look, you at the coffee, you at the coffee machine. Hey, you know what? I got a problem with the way you run this company. <laughs> you ain't going, oh, you, you know what? And he'll say, good, I got a problem with you being here. <laughs> and if the man says work hours is 8 o'clock, you don't start an automatic flex. You there at 8 o'clock. Are y'all praying with me? <laughs> Church service at 10.30. You come through the door at 11.05. And by the way, it's after the offering. That's what makes it worse. It's all right. Pastor loves you. Pastor loves you. Pastor loves you. I've been doing this for 28 years. I don't miss a trick. I don't miss a trick. Praise the name of Jesus. Leave that one alone. Look at this. Wherefore, brethren, look out among you seven men of honest report. These men have been evaluated. What is honest character? We're looking for people with character, man. Honest report. Honest report. Honest report. Hmm. Well, we all make mistakes. But you can't have no police record from yesterday. But you was locked up, just got out of jail last night. You gonna be ordained a deacon today? What kind of mess is that? You, you, you know. Where, where, where's Deacon Officer? In fact, did, did they do a background check on y'all? Did we do a police check on them? Honest, <laughs> honest report full of the, not of hell, full of the Holy Ghost. Full of the Holy Ghost. How do you know when you feel with the Holy Ghost, you start, you start displaying those fruit that God displays love, long-suffering, patience. Do I have a witness? It's right here in the, in the scripture. Uh, in wisdom. Applied truth. Wisdom. Yeah, we're going to lean, man. Whom we 
whom we, whom we, whom we, uh-oh. See, this kills the autonomy. We is the apostles. We are the pastors who we may put over this business. Deacons report to the pastor. Whom we. So y'all go in that little room and think you're a club. Anyway, I'll come in here with a hatchet. And take the door off the hinges. No, we may put over this business because the angelos, Revelation 2, the angel of every church, who, and, and, and the pastor is the stars that Jesus holds in his hand, Revelation 1.20, Revelation 1.20 for TV, and the candlesticks of the seven churches. I know this word. God didn't put you under nobody else but the under-shepherd. You're managed by a chairman, and he's a great one, Deacon Arnie Armstead. Praise God. And you're managed by the vice chairman who helped the chairman. And we're going to pull them all out here in a minute. Amen. Shoot some of them. But the Lord is good. They're great men. They did a great job in developing and discipling you guys. And, 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 and so look what it says. Whom we may appoint over this. Look at the specificity. This business. See, there are different businesses in the church. There's a business of congregational care. You understand what I'm trying to say? There's the business of, of, of visiting the sick. There, there's, the vi there's, there's the business of praying with widows. Are y'all with me? Pastor can't do all the business. I used to do all the funerals and all the weddings. Every funeral, every witness church, I did all of them. Went to the graveyard, buried them. Went to the repast with the families. I can't do that anymore. I, I just can't do it. I'm human. I, I just can't do it anymore. So, you know, and, and, and what I try to do is show up when there's elderly members or leaders. I'm going to make sure I'm there for their home going, have something to say, da-da-da-da. But we get others. We get your congregational care pastor to preach your sermon. Unless you reach out, pastor, and then I'll get in and do my best. But notice that these, they're chosen by correction, for correction, chosen for commitment, Chosen, listen, I'm, I want you to see this, and, and, and look what it says, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of what? The word, poimen, feeder. And the saying, here it is, please the whole multitude. You hear that? So, 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 so when, we, when we look at that, here's, here's the blessing of conformity. I'm coming in here, brother. I'm coming in here. I'm trying to get there. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to get there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yeah. That when you look at this text, Stephen was chosen first, full of faith. Amen. Do I have a Stephen in this crowd? Full of faith. Well, can I get a Stephen to stand? Stand. You the Stephen. No, I already got a Stephen. You, you, you Stephen. Amen. Amen. And, and, and then there arose certain synagogue. Amen. Uh, uh, others. We got Philip. We got, we got, can I get a Philip out there? Anybody? Be a Philip. Thank you. Praise the name of Jesus. All right. And if I don't call your name, you're out. Look at this. And, 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 the, and the Bible, and the, and the Bible, and the Bible, and the Bible says in this text, 
verse 10, and they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. Amen. And they stirred up the people, verse 12, and the elders and the scribes came upon him and caught him and brought him to the council. Child of God, here's what I want you to see. The church is edified, but look at verse 7 as we close, and the word of God, what? Oh, man, we keep missing that. You know when the word of God increases? When I can get men to do the work of the ministry. When I can equip leaders to equip the people, it frees me up to spend more time with God. It, it frees me up to appoint associate pastors to do the will of God. Because Satan has diversionary tactics. If he can tire the pastor out, amen, if he can uh, uh, shackle the pastor's hand, if he, if he can uh, uh, make the pastor run to and fro to every little dispute and murmuring, the pastor won't do his real job. Can I get a witness? But I need some mighty men up in this place. I don't need no Boy Scouts. I need some mighty men. I need some soldiers. I, I, I need heads of their homes. I, I need men who will be men, who will be men, men who are not trying to be women. I need men. I need real men. I need men that accept their sexuality. I, I don't need nobody trying to get a sex change up in here. I, I need men who are going to be men, who are going to be men, who are going to be men and stand as a man. That's what I need. I need soldiers of the cross. Can I get a witness? I need people sold out on Jesus Christ. I don't need nobody up in here. Uh -huh. Yeah, trying to be a Christian and a Mason. I don't need, yeah, y'all will get quiet now. I don't need nobody up in here. Yeah, trying to serve Buddha and, and Hindu and Mohammed. I need men sold out for Jesus. And when you're sold out for Jesus Christ, God gives you a power. He gives you a, a Kratos. He gives you a bulldozing power. You can take a licking and keep on ticking. Can I get a witness? Satan can throw everything at you, but you won't be still and know that he's God. Can I get a witness? In this church, we make men, men who take care of their families, men who take care of their wives, men who take care of their children. We want men. We want men. We want men. We want men. I'm closing now. I consider myself a man. A real man. I don't switch because I'm a real man. I walk with my back back. I cut my hands like a soldier. And I can take a punch. Been there, done that. My voice ain't going too high because I'm a real man. I'm so sick of these he-she's up in the church trying to be everything that God doesn't want them to be. If God made you a man, be a man. 
stay a man. Pray like a man. Walk like a man. Talk like a man. Can I get a witness? Be a man. Be a real man. Here's the problem in our marriages. Our wives have married little boys. Well, every man stand on his feet right now. Be a man. Be a man. Listen, as you stand, listen to me. I said it this morning. Spiritual authority is different than secular. In the spiritual realm, the greater always serves the lesser. Jesus washed the disciples' feet. He said, I'm doing this for an example. We have to always serve the lesser. We have to serve our wives first. Don't come up in here for a ministry and your home is in derision. I want you to get your home right. That's why we got your wives. Your wives are not being ordained. Would the wives stand? Would the wives stand? Come on, stand up. Let's get a Lord a hand clap. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now don't just keep clapping. I'm coming to the wives now. If y'all want to turn them in. If they ain't doing the job, tell me now. Speak now and forever hold your... They're going to go home and say, I'm going to tell pastor. And when you come to tell me, I'm going to say, I'm running for Sister Gordon. Look, listen, would a chairman advice come out at this time? Would the catechizers come out at this time? Come, come on up here, man. Come on up here. Come on up here. Come on up here. Now, all, all the catechizers, come on down here. Stand here. No, you guys, come on the pulpit. It's all right. Come on, come on the pulpit. Y'all won't burn. Come on the pulpit. No, no. Catechizers down here. These guys did a brilliant job. Yes, let's get a Lord hand clamp. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, you guys may be seated. Thank you guys so much. Dean, Brother Berman, Derek, Brother Beeman, thank you. Great job. I, I got one more verse. And then I'm going to transition this thing. Look at verse 7. Here's the conclusion. And the word of God increased. And the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. And a great company of priests were obedient to the faith. When God calls us and chooses us to correct, to commit, to a conformity, God is glorified. You coming on to the board is going to bless this church. And that's the way it ought to be. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and as I close, Jesus was chosen. 
out of the tribe of Judah, out of the lineage of David. He was chosen before the foundation of the world. John says, in the beginning was, past tense, the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God, and all things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. When God chose Jesus, he chose him to a ministry. He, he chose him, yeah, to purchase a people. He chose him to experience some pain. He chose him. We see it in, in Philippians chapter 2. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal God, but made himself of no reputation, took on the form of a servant, amen, and was obedient in all things. And the Bible says, wherefore? God have highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. All of our choices ought to compliment God. Whatever choice we make in the church, God ought to get glory. Whatever choice we make in the church, God ought to be praised. Whatever choice we make in the church, to him, to him, and to him alone. Watch your choices. If your choices don't compliment God, take it back. Don't make the choice. At the end, let God get the glory out of all of your choices. Can I get a witness? Choose ye this day whom ye will serve. I'm going to call our great chairman, Deacon Ernie Armstead, to come, and he's going to give a, a uh, report on the catechism. You guys may be seated. He's going to give a report. And then I want to get statements from remarks from each of these vice chairmen. They did a great, great job. Let me name them. Uh, Deacon Ernie Armstead, Deacon Bill Smith, Deacon Mos uh, 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 Byron Mosley, great, great man. Uh, Deacon, uh, what's your name? Uh, Jose Johnson, Deacon Sherman Hopkins. Thank you guys for all. Great job. Let's give these great deacons a hand clap. Come on now. Good morning, St. Matthews. First, giving honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and to my pastor, Dr. Gordon. Uh, there's four topics I'd like to briefly share with you uh, in regard to these candidates for the office of deacon. Their review, their rehearsal, their response, and their report. Their review, in regard to the selection of candidates for the office of deacon, was a very organized process. There was much prayer about who was selected, they were fully investigated with background checks in their jobs, in their homes, in their neighborhood, and they've been closely watched for nearly two years. As far as their rehearsal, countless hours have been spent on teaching and training on the biblical standards and requirements of the Office of Deacon here at St. Matthew's Baptist Church. Exams and assignments, as well as classroom study and hands-on practical training, have gone into preparing these candidates for ordination. As far as their response, the candidates have responded in a very positive manner in regard to the criteria and standards set by our pastor. Conclusively, Dr. Gordon has approved the candidates set before us. Their report, and finally, St. Matthews, our purpose today is for me to be able to report to you that these candidates have successfully completed all their training and all their assignments leading up to this day. Amen?
Okay. Good morning. Praise God. Once again, uh, as Pastor said, these gentlemen and our chairman said, these gentlemen have exemplified what it is to be a deacon in humility and in service. And I give praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for them and their wives who have stuck by them through this training. And believe me, I've been through the training myself and uh, it's not easy for the wives sometimes, but they have stuck by them and give them encouragement. And I pray that they'll continue to encourage them as these men go out on the battlefield for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh, good morning. Uh, uh, I echo uh, Brother Barron's uh, sentiments, but what I'd like to say to the deacons that are about to be ordained, your journey is still going forward. It is not over. You will be challenged. You will be attacked. You just need to be ready. And I know about men. Men have this tendency to buy things. They have instructions to put it together. They put the instructions to the side. Stick with the instructions. <laughs> Remember who you represent. It is not necessarily just St. Matthew's. It is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Keep that in mind and study the instructions. Good morning, St. Matthew's. It's my privilege and pleasure to come before you giving honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and all due respect to our pastor, Raymond Gordon. Uh, it's a privilege to uh, recognize these gentlemen today. Believe me, they have been tested thoroughly and they have been evaluated thoroughly and then they were tested again and evaluated again. They are battle ready and they're prepared to go on the battlefield for the Lord. I honor and respect these gentlemen because they have worked so hard and I know that they're going to be a tremendous asset to St. Matthew's Baptist Church. I want to encourage you just as Pastor did earlier a few minutes ago to strive to do as in Acts chapter 6 verse 4, be of good report and be of, and in the Holy, Holy Spirit and also with wisdom. I also encourage you to maintain that uh, enthusiasm that you have. Uh, to continue to serve God's people. It's critical and important that you understand that that's your charge and your responsibility. And then thirdly and lastly, I want to encourage you to surround our pastor, support him, be with him, and pray for him continuously as he continues to do his job as the under-shepherd of this great church. I honor you today, I respect you today, and we salute you. God bless you. Well, there's really nothing left for me to say uh, at this point, but I want to welcome you guys to this ministry, you ladies and gentlemen. And again, encourage, I was encouraged yesterday from the enthusiasm that you have, and I want you to maintain that. And remember who you're serving, our senior pastor, and I want you right now to just turn around and look through this congregation. You know, you're going to be ordained to serve all these people that are represented here today and your family. And remember, you've got to do it under the name of the Lord uh, Jesus Christ. Remember who you're saving. Stay encouraged. Uh, I don't want to tell you that it's easy because it's not. 
I mean, Satan is waiting right outside those doors. So between, as soon as you leave here, he's going to attack you in one way or another. And just remember, we're here to support one another, right? And I would just say that attach yourself to some of the other brothers here and sisters and stay encouraged. You know, we've already overcome. So again, I just want to welcome you and thank you and congratulate you. Come on, let's get a lot of hand clap for him. Come on now. Praise Jesus. Great. Great. Great, 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 great. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have short remarks. Deacon Armstead will come behind me, and then we're going to do the uh, traditional laying on of hands. And uh, then we're going to take communion and leave. I just want to again thank all of you. You guys are some good soldiers. God bless you. And uh, just be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Now, remember what I told you yesterday, right? Do, do y'all remember? Remember everything? I told you my name was Balaam. I won $250 a piece. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Come on, Ernie. <laughs> Let me start by just thanking Jesus Christ for this opportunity. You guys may be seated. Let me also thank Pastor for having confidence in me to oversee the training and guidance of these men and women. And along with the help of the vice chairman and the catechizers, the trainers, Sister Tony Ebron, she's head of our deaconess ministry. Uh, we were able to get through this as I told you we would. Uh, after the uh, service, all the new deacons and deaconettes, I got one more assignment for you. We got to meet in the gym, but it'll be brief. Uh, it's been an honor and a pleasure to teach and train each and every one of these candidates. They have studied hard. They've completed all their assignments. And yesterday, they sufficiently answered all the questions. Um, they were nervous, and they should have been but they all survived. Uh, you'll take your marching orders directly from Pastor or through me from him. And I told you in the beginning that you would face some challenges that would seem insurmountable. However, through the faith of Jesus Christ, you were able to endure. Now at this point, you must continue to remain steadfast and focused as you start this next level of service. You are no longer the average member of St. Matthew's. You have accepted the over and above calling that only few truly receive. Please continue to serve with humility, continue to serve with enthusiasm, continue to serve with our vision in mind, and continue to serve knowing who you serve. St. Matthew's members, friends, family, please help me congratulate these new deacons and deaconesses. Praise Jesus. Uh, I'm going to ask you gentlemen to come up right here, form a circle. Amen. Try to form a circle. Try to close it in. Close the ranks. We're going to do this as expeditiously as possible. Again, I want to thank our chairman, Deacon Armstead, and the vice chairman uh, who, praise God, uh, y'all ain't going to hold hands. Get on, get on your knees. <laughs> 
Y'all starting up already, right? Get, 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 on, get, on, get on your knees. Praise the Lord. <laughs> come, come on, come on, man. Come on. I'm going to ask the ordained men, the elders, to come down. Praise God. I'm going to praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we anoint and appoint. Lord God, we ordain in Jesus' name. We ordain in the name of Jesus that you will go forth in the power of the Holy Spirit. We ordain in the name of Jesus that you would carry out your mission for him. We ordain in the name of Jesus that you will be healed and that you would help others. We ordain, oh, you already ordained. We ordain in the name of Jesus that, Lord God, you would just move by your spirit and, and just uh, motivate him with your ministry of the Holy Spirit. Pray in the name of Jesus that you would just touch and agree and move by your spirit in Jesus' name. We pray, Lord God, that you would anoint from on high and give wisdom and insight, discernment, and direction. We pray, Lord God, that you would just cover him with your care, keeping him perfected. We pray that you anoint him from on high to serve you, Lord Jesus, in the ministry of the church. We pray, Lord God, that you would give a broken heart for people and for people's problems and hurts in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord God, that you would fill with the Holy Spirit from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet with wisdom. We pray, Lord God, that you would move by your spirit mightily in the life of this young man using to your glory and honor. We pray, Lord God, that you would just rest and reassure this man of God that to carry out your word and your way and your will, Jesus' name. We pray, Lord God, that you would move mightily in the life of this young man and just taking for yourself, buying the enemy from him in Jesus' name. Father, we pray that you would fill this man with an anointing and an appointing to do your will, Lord God. All right, let's lay hands on them, symbolically of the Holy Spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, we transfer the power of the Holy Spirit into the lives of these men and their lovely wives. We pray that you would just anoint them from on high. And God, at this point, we install them as certified deacons of this church. Oh God, as we just uh, make their appointment and anointment in front of this great congregation. And God, we have now ordained them for service. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap, come on. Give the Lord a hand clap, praise God, praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise the Lord. Can, praise the Lord. Can y'all stand up there, please? Stand up. Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. 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 Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask, and we're gonna be out here. And find, I'm gonna. No, just stay on your feet. Stay on your feet. Stay on your feet. Uh, I'm gonna ask the wives to just come here, please. Come on. Y'all some beautiful women. Thank God for you. Praise the Lord. Love you, God. Mm. 
Praise God. And let me collectively say to all of you, you don't have to come over, just thank you for your godliness, your support. Thank you for being great women of God. We love you. We, amen. We're pulling for you. Amen. And uh, we just thank all of you for this ministry going forth. And the Lord, may the Lord bless all of you. Amen. Let's give man a clap. Praise God. You may be seated. All right. Praise Jesus. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask the families to just raise your hand where you are. Amen. We applaud you for being here. We thank God for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, are any of you deacons? No? Preachers? God bless you. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. N now, now you may be seated. And uh, let's bow our head. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the Lordship of Christ. And, oh God, as we transition to your communion, oh God, it is holy. And we come confessing that we are wrong and you are right. We confess our sins and pray for cleansing from all unrighteousness. That in the night you were betrayed, you took bread broken and said, Take heed, this is my body that's been broken for you. You've passed the wine and said, Drink, this is the blood of the New Testament. As often as you do this, you show remembrance of me to I come. And God, you didn't say who is worthy. None of us are worthy. You said don't do this in an unworthily adverb manner that we ought to discern your death, burial, and resurrection. So as we reach down and pull up, amen, from the baskets next to the pews, I'm going to ask everybody to look at the basket. Can you lift your hands up, please? Uh, yeah, the baskets. Thank you, Jesus. Pull out the wafer. The wafer is, and just hold it. Don't, don't do anything. Just hold it. We got a lot of deacons here to help you in the back. Praise God. Look, the wafer is symbolic of Jesus' body. He says, as often as you do this, it's a memorial. You show memories of me till I come. The wafer, the wafer. Just hold the wafer up. Don't take it. Hold the wafer up. We got to do this collectively. In the balcony, just hold the wafer up. It's symbolic of his body. He died on the cross for our sins. He gave his body that we may have a right to the tree of life. Let's all partake of the wafer, thinking about his death, burial, and resurrection. Then the grape juice is symbolic of his blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Let's all partake of the grape juice, thinking about his death, burial, and resurrection. Amen. Amen. Let's dispose properly. Let's stand on our feet. Let's stand on our feet. Praise Jesus. Let's stand on our feet. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. if you make a choice, make it for God. It will not come back void. Now turn in the other direction to your other neighbor and say, neighbor, make godly choices. You are dismissed. Come up and congratulate our deacons. God bless you. We love you. Love you. Love you.